0: We've actually been studying Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Now, I remember, people don't really seem to get many letters today, at least I don't. Um, It it sort of comes more in the form of emails or texts or or that sort of thing. But I remember when I was a young fella, uh, my grandma used to write to our family every single week. Every single week we'd get a letter. And then when grandma died, grandad took over. And he, he continued on and he, he continued to write that letter every single week. And my mum would get it and, and she'd read it and sometimes she'd read parts of it out to us. Now, it's funny, like we, we know how to read a letter, don't we? Like we get the letter and we read it. We start at the beginning and where do we end? At the end. But, you know, a fair bit of our Bible, the New Testament, are letters. And how do we read those letters? in bits. We we just get a little bit and we read that and go, oh yeah, okay. Now, if I just read grandma's letters and I read it in bits, you know, I might have gotten to a paragraph and it says, oh, tell the children that I love them and and here's a dollar so that they can go and buy a lolly. Then I'd think, oh wow, grandma's really lovely and, and I'd... And she's always, that's all she does is she gives us gifts. If that's the only paragraph that I ever read, then that, that'd be my idea about grandma. Um, likewise, if there was a paragraph there, we'd say, listen, I heard that such and such is going, is happening, and I'm, and I'm not real happy about that, and, and I'm only telling you this, to be honest with you, but I actually think that that's not good, and you need to change And and I might start to think, oh, grandma, she just doesn't like anything we do, and she's a grumpy, gr- grumpy old lady, and, you know, that would be my picture of grandma but if I was reading the whole letters, I'd have a, more of an idea what Grandma's actually like, hey? So we've been working our way through Ephesians. We're not missing anything out. We've started at the beginning and we're working our way through and we'll eventually get to the end. But I th- actually think it's really important that we actually read this letter as a whole. And this letter was written to a church in Ephesus and it's just as relevant for us today as what it was to the to the people in Ephesus. That's why we call it Ephesians. And so I'm going to read it today. And just where we get the word Ephesus, you can substitute in your mind St George, um, or with the word Ephesians, and you can change it to St Georgians or Bush disciples or, or, or whatever you want to substitute to. So I'm just going to read the letter to it today. And but I'm going to start off with prayer let's pray heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, Lord we thank you for your faithful apostles who um, who wrote letters to churches, revealing to them more about you, uh, revealing to them their very purpose in Christ and Lord, I just pray today that as we read this letter um, Lord that we would take this as a letter from you to us, that you would touch our hearts deeply, knowing that I'm not giving any teaching or anything here. This is all just purely the word of God. And Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would make it come alive in us today, that we would be changed and renewed, that that you would reveal to us our identity so that we would see who we once were, but what we are now. And how different these things are, and that we would see how you are leading us to respond to you now, and how we should live as children of the King. Lord, we just ask this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Always beware when a preacher has a drink of water before he starts, it usually means he's going to go on and on, or it could just mean he's got a dry trade. Paul, an Apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints who are in St. George and are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose that he set forth in Christ, as a plan for in the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, to the praise of his glory. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers To the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But, don't you just love that word, but? But, God being rich in mercy, because of the great love which he, had, which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ by the grace you have been saved and raised up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. There's that word again. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself In him, you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. For this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner for Christ Jesus on behalf of you Gentiles, assume that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery has been made known to me by revelation as I've written briefly. who created all things, so that through the Church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realised in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So... I ask you not to lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is for your glory. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through the Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Dry I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope In saying he ascended, what does that mean except that he also descended to the lower regions, the earth? He who descended is the one who has also ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood so that the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine by human cunning by craftiness and deceitful schemes rather speaking the truth in love we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now this I say, And testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way that you learned in Christ. Assuming that you did hear about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former way of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God, in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbour. For we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal but rather let him labour doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths but only what is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve... The Holy Spirit of God, by whom you are sealed for the day of redemption, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamour and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender hearted forgiving one another it's God in Christ forgave you. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness, covetousness, must not even be named among you, as is proper among the saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving, for you may be sure of this, But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, awake O sleeper and rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you do walk. Not as unwise, but as wise making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of the reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, Even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its saviour. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendour without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one Let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honour your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Bond servants of slaves, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart as you would Christ. is in heaven and that there is no partiality with him. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armour of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armour of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and the shoes for your feet having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace that words may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to boldly proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. So that you also may know that how I am and what I am doing, Tychicus, The beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord will tell you everything. I've sent him to you for this very purpose that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. Peace be to the brothers and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ. With love, incorruptible. That's the end of the letter. Has anyone ever let, read Ephesians from start to go? And it's, it's, to me it just gets my mind racing that the depth of, of what this fellow has got to tell us. Like in the beginning, it's telling us all about Christ. Um, and it's really deep. We learn so much about Christ. It's no wonder we break it up into little pieces. Then it moves on to, now this is what you were like before Christ. But don't be like that any longer because this is what you're like now. You honored by god you're brought into god's family you once were far off but now you've been brought near and then he goes on to talk about how therefore we shall live God has given you this privileged status therefore live like this don't do this do do this and then he goes into revealing to us the spiritual aspect of what's gone behind what what we see in the world today. tells us about the spiritual forces of evil that we battle against. Then he tells us that we don't have to fear about that because we've got the armour of the Spirit, the armour of God. And as we live by this way and practise godly living, and trust in Him and have faith, and we move move on in, in in safety. And of course, in there also, it's got a lot to say. Got a little bit to say to wives, and a lot to say about to, to husbands. Um, and we'll be getting to all that. So we're we're over halfway through in our weekly preaching. I hope that was helpful. Let's pray. Lord I want to thank you for this letter I thank you for your word to us Lord Paul finished off his letter by saying peace be to the brothers and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. Lord, we love you a little and we want to love you more. We love you, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, you are the one with love incorruptible. Transform our love so that it's incorruptible as well. Just like we husbands, we love our wives and wives love our husbands, but sometimes it sort of becomes a bit corrupt and we start nagging one another. Lord, we can be like that with you sometimes. We we, we love you. Sometimes you just let that love get a little bit corrupt and we push you to the background or we ignore you. God, forgive us for that. Well, we know that even though sometimes we do that, that your love is, you're always faithful, you're always true, you, your love is incorruptible. Lord, fill us with that love. And Lord, help us as we leave this place today to, to dwell on these words that, that we've just read. That your spirit be touching our hearts. Challenging us, encouraging us, teaching us.